spent hour lecturing Macy's cosmetics employee that perfumes are more expensive and 148 times less effective than naturally released pheromones. Worst loot ever. You just have to pick the right tool for the right job. And believe me, they're all tools. Yes, Blade is ready to partay. Oh, my mom dropped me off. Watch it, girly, or I'll cut your pretty little face. $10. Another reminder, RE colon this morning. Men only shower together if there's more than one shower. Hey, Guildies, it's time to go behind the scenes of Season 5. We have brand new companion cast. Once again, if you don't know what a companion cast is, I was fortunate enough to work on set of Season 5, and I go behind the scenes and I talk with the cast and crew about specific episodes. So after watching a new Guild episode of Season 5, then you can listen to a companion cast for that specific episode, where we'll go deep into the bowels of making the Guild. Uh, I talk with the art director, production designer, director, producer, and of course all the actors and Felicia Day herself. If you haven't listened to Season 4, Season 4 is where we started the companion cast, and they were extremely popular, so we had to do them again for Season 5. Each new companion cast will be out the day after a new episode of The Guild is released. So anyways, enough of my chatting, let's go ahead and get started with Season 5, Episode 1. Hey guys, I'm here with Vince Casso, and we are going to be discussing uh, some bits of episode one. This is the very first shot, even though it wasn't shot first. Um, it's on the way to the convention. Yeah, um, no, there was no. This was shot uh, pretty uh, toward the end of, of our filming, um, and I gotta say, it was one of the harder scenes we did, especially when we're all piled into that van. You can see that we're going down the roads, and on the way there. But as this thing emitted uh, fumes like it was nobody's business, I swear all of us came out of there with some degree of carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah. It was torture. Yeah, yeah. Well, plus you guys were packed in with all the luggage too, right? Yeah, I mean, in that van, and we got a pretty spacious van, so it was okay. But in there we had uh, Vork, myself, uh, Sandeep, we had Amy, uh, Sean, we had our sound guy, we had our, uh, uh, our camera operator, we had our script supervisor. Yeah. Everyone piled into this little van. That's great. Um, and then the other scene was you guys piling out of it, which is, uh, I'm assuming, a continuation of this. Yeah. That was the same day, uh, same location. That was a lot of fun for me especially because uh, Sean comes over and brings Greg Arano, it's our, um, our uh, art guy, mm-hmm. uh, comes over and they're like, you know what, let's, let's have blades in the back of the van. Let's just have him shove the whole freaking pile of crap out and just... Nice topple everything over and so I was game for that <laughs> and you get to see me just causing this whole this whole chaos and it was a lot of fun yeah that's great how many takes did you do for that do you remember uh, I think we did uh, two, three around three takes of me just shoving stuff out the first one or two um, didn't go so well it yeah. just got stuck or something yeah, yeah, so we yeah. did a few more and it was pretty, pretty funny, funny yeah. yeah that's great um, we're going to be discussing episode one, when the guild actually arrives at uh, the convention center. That was fun because I was actually part of that. I had for driving that van towards me. Uh, how was that? Yeah, we... Um, you were inside the van. Yeah, I was. That was a lot of... The, the, this opening shot of us coming in there with Vort just plowing crap <laughs> over, that was just a riot. We're in there and I, it 
we just have him driving through, and his totally expressionless. His, yes. his face never changes. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I think I have room. Do 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 do. Boom boom. Chaos ensues. People running. It's it's a really funny shot, and we got like if you notice in the front row there, we have you. Mm-hmm. Um, we had you in the in the back with the um, with even my girlfriend was back there too. Yep. Uh, we had Sean Becker up there. Mm-hmm. We had Kim Evie. We Greg had Waronowitz Greg Waronowitz. Yeah, a lot of our uh, a lot of our ca- a lot of our crew. Yeah, uh, our top crew were were in the in, took our <laughs> in the firing uh, line. Life in our hands. Yeah, <laughs> we, I guess they didn't want to have real extras uh, almost get killed. There you go. And I, <laughs> trust me, we were cracking plenty of jokes inside the van about uh, like Sean Becker getting plowed over or something, <laughs> which would have been not good for the show. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> um, another scene that you did was uh, when. Uh, uh, you guys are chasing down Rachel in the van, and that girl can oh run. And that poor that van was flying. It felt like. Yeah, and Felicia was was it was really funny. Felicia was freaking out in the back of the van because we had to drive partially over this bridge, as we were following her, and Felicia was just having little conniption fits in the van that the bridge was going to give out underneath us. And I'm like, you know, I. I don't know. I think the bridge might hold. I think yeah, this like massive stone reinforced bridge might just hold a, a van. Um, but yeah, she can run. That girl's got some got some speed. She's also a contortionist. Oh wow! Um, okay. Which we found out later. She was doing all these ridiculous twists and touched her head to her ass. And I'm like, what <laughs> the hell? Wild. Nice, nice. Uh, what, is, what is it like inside the Vorkmobile? Then this is the Vorkmobile 2.0. Yeah, this is the new Vorkmobile because after the season we introduced the first one it yeah. it got sold it yeah. moved on <laughs> um but when we found out that we needed it for this um <laughs> i think it was sean who knew a guy right down the street right down the street who That's had amazing. something just like it and it looked just like the old yeah. workmobile but it was bigger it up, yeah. yeah you go inside there's a there's a griddle yeah there's running water <laughs> there's all this seating as a coffee table and it's like this supermobile that was amazing it was yeah. awesome yeah that's pretty cool so this is also from episode one uh the scene where the guild is shown well they're thinking they're going to rooms but they're shown to one room how'd that go it was great. I mean, it was actually a very quick scene. Um, just the reveal of the room, and of course the dad with Sandeep going and opening the curtain to reveal a wall behind it. Nice. Um, so that was fun. And um, it, it's it's really funny because, yeah, at this moment you see Blades. He's he's still cocky. He still thinks he's hot hot stuff, mm-hmm. if I will censor myself. Of course. Um but then this is where things start to go a little bit south, where it's like, okay, this is not quite what we expected yeah. is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, cool. Hey guys, I'm here with Greg Aronowitz, and we are going to be discussing episode one of season five. Oh, for a second I thought you meant episode one. I was like, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. what? <laughs> Don't even get me started. No, I know. I would never bring up that subject with you. Um, so, yeah. So, let's go ahead and let's first talk about, were you excited to come back for season five? Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would be uh, dismayed if they did it without me. But, yeah, it was fun. Um, and I was particularly excited because Felicia said, you know, I'm trying to kind of cut back and not make the season like that overwhelming this year and um she started to describe some of the things that would happen like them you know going to a convention and everything and it just 
I don't know. It seemed exactly the opposite of what you were talking about. Yeah, that's it just, what I kept saying. It just sounded epic, and <laughs> um, you know, it was the first time that the guild was really kind of getting out of its, you know, its shell. Like it's usually all in the the bedrooms yeah. and the apartments, and there's occasionally, you know, like cheesy, cheesy beards, beards was the big exciting like ooh or someplace else. But now yeah. they're like on a road trip. Yeah. And so, just from a design standpoint. You know, yeah, I knew it was going to be awesome. Yeah, so. and you had a lot to do. Obviously, this is only episode one, so we can't talk about your next few episodes. But uh, how much pre work did, did you do on this on this series this season? Um, well, I mean, I guess like the difference in volume versus time, uh, volume wise, tons and tons. Again, as compared to previous seasons, yeah. Where, you know, it's just been like some props within established environments. This year was, every environment was new, you know. Um, Time-wise, not a lot because we went, this whole, I guess it's almost been like a year. It's been crazy because I went from um, Legend of Neil to jumping right into season four of the guild Mm -hmm. um and then from season after season four i I forgot what i did like right after that but there was like something that lasted a couple weeks and then we jumped into dragon age yeah and dragon age took us to the beginning of the year and literally like the week we were wrapping dragon age i was starting prep on my movie rock jocks that felicia is in yeah um and then we were in the week of wrapping rock, rock Jocks when we started Season 5. So it's just been like this <laughs> never-ending yeah. thing. And um, I mean, I think we in the end we only had like two and a half weeks prep total for this season. Wow. So That's a lot. Yeah, but it was good. I mean, you know, I work better under pressure. So. You, you do that on purpose. <laughs> yes, until the last minute. Um, so this this is the this season is the is the first season you've done where you're the art director for the entire season because for season four you were brought in, right? Yeah, yeah. Season the four, I, 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 I came in. Way it was yeah, it was like three episodes yeah. into the Even twelve you or helped, something. You helped yeah. a lot with season three. You just weren't technically the art. Director. I wasn't the production designer. No production designer. And then yeah, and then I came on, and then this year I was officially officially. And actually, if people remember, you were way back to date my avatar, so you technically season three. Right is when you got introduced and. Um, Cool, so let's go ahead and talk about uh, the Vorkmobile. Because last we heard, the Vorkmobile was dead. Right. It died. <laughs> I thought it was going to be sold, and it just wound up being dead. And I don't know if it's in some grave somewhere or someone has it. Yeah, no, I think somebody, somebody actually did... I don't know if they bought it or if they just came to take it. Basically, what happened was at the end of that season, um, Kim and Felicia were like... we have nowhere to put it. Like, it's a giant (laughs) van. They didn't have anywhere to put it. I'm sure if I was more involved at that point that it would probably just be parked out in the barnyard (laughs) like everything else is. But at the time, you know, that wasn't an option. Yeah. Um, And Felicia was basically like, you know, we're just never going to see this again, so let's just get rid of it. And I I can't remember if they Craigslisted it, but somehow it just, it went away. Yeah. And it was never coming back. Like, it just was not functional. And yeah. It barely drove, which kind of made it funny in the cut, but in the actual shooting, I guess yeah. it was a nightmare. More of a problem. And this season, Felicia had the idea that it was a, a road trip. And, and there was talk about the possibility of, 
you know, maybe we see Tink's car and she has like an Escalade or like how do we get everyone yeah. together? And, you know, the joke was that it would be awesome if they were in the Vorkmobile, but that yeah. wasn't happening. And then um, Sean Becker was driving through his neighborhood and saw like an exact replica of the same uh, van and... Um, it was slightly different. It has some like a turbo version. Yeah, it has it has a um, like a fin and a tail on the back, and it has like a giant air conditioner. Yeah. Um, but color wise and make wise, and it's actually a, a 1984 Trans Van. So it's like some weird. It 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 was actually a model. It wasn't like it was like you know I don't know handmade or anything, yeah, yeah. but. It is some weird fusion of like a Chevy van and a um, oh, I forgot the uh, some other maker that does like um, uh, RVs. Mm-hmm. You know, like they yeah. join, they form this new company and they fuse the van RV. and a yeah, yeah, because it is. I mean, it has like a sink and a yeah, and a little toilet. And a, and, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's in that little compact area, but. Um, so yeah, so it was it for sale? Did he? No, it's just, a guy owns it, and That's and when he borrowed it. He, yeah, he was super excited about it, and he was like, you know, what are the chances? But he left a note on the windshield and just said, "Hey, we're a small production, and we totally want to use your van." And um, the guy was cool with it, and nice. <laughs> and it was, um, like I said, slightly different, but in in a better way. Yeah. It was almost like. You know, Vork took like the, the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, because <laughs> we never really it. saw the interior of the old one, and the old one I don't think even really had. You know, there was a behind the scenes DVD because I shot it. Oh, really? It was Easter egg for season three. I never found yeah. it. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> so but, you're, yeah, in, you're right. in there. I'm sorry. You're, so you're in the back I'm of the van. That, that was the fun shoot. Yeah, and Vork is going through and explaining. All these doodads. Right, right. And he doesn't know what any of it is, but it was fun. Or not Vork, but Jeff. Now I have to go back and watch that. It was and try fun. And find it. <laughs> it was fun, but yeah, you're right. It's nothing like the interior was completely. It looked like a van. Yeah, it was a van. yeah. No, this was decked out like basically when this guy, you know, in in like 1985 when he originally had this thing, like he was getting mad play. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this was totally. You know, he was going to a Journey concerts and yeah. just had a whole truckload of That's you know funny. girls but and now it's just more the opposite now it's like a total creeper van you know it's like the perfect, it's work perfect for work. yeah so we got we got that which mm-hmm. was great and then the bulk of the episode is them driving to and them complaining doing their normal guilty stuff mm-hmm. um, but then we get to the convention center and the final scene is them uh work just deciding to drive yeah right I on mean, up. You know, Vork is just, he's not a good driver, you know, and uh, he he's overprotective of the Vorkmobile, so he drives super slow, but at the same time, he's just completely unaware of his surroundings, so yeah. he just sees a destination and goes for it, and, yeah. you know, it, it was funny, um, the, there was an actual rap on the show, on the season, um, for the crew and the majority of the cast and then there was about two weeks of pickups and um you know additional shots and you know sean had a bunch of ideas and the schedule was really tight so there was just a group of us that were like yeah we'll 
we'll just show up and, and you know yeah. get that shot because it's cool and one of the things he wanted and you know this episodes aren't cut yet so this may or may not actually appear <laughs> but he wanted to do a thing where um, they're actually we have exterior shots of them driving on a freeway okay and it was never in the schedule so we went out and it was uh, Jeff and Sandeep are in the car because you can yeah, see them in the front seats. and then um uh, who showed up? Teal showed up to drive, and um, oh, that's funny. yeah, and then um, I'm driving, and I have a hoodie on, so you can't see me because you know I'm also in in the episode. Yeah, um, and the Bowie brothers actually shot it, so one of them was on the corner shooting as we all drove by, and one of them was in the car uh, with me. And shooting like over my shoulder. Yeah. And basically, it's kind of showing that Vork is driving five miles an hour and we're like honking trying oh, to get I around. Oh, I see. So you're the passenger car trying to get around. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, you know, just shoot. Yeah. Well, shoot around funny. them. And, and uh, it was pretty funny. It was actually crazy because we met at this abandoned house um, over in North Hollywood because uh-huh. it just had, there was no cars parked and yeah. it, it was a place for us to all get together on a street that looked like a freeway and jeff was there in his fork you know costume mm-hmm. and um it was just one of the craziest things because he's he is so vork you know he's just walking around the yard of this abandoned house like making observations how that if you were homeless or needed a place to stay this would be great because you know he's pointing out the different accommodations yeah. and he's looking in the in the uh trash cans and and Sean and I are like, are you in character? Like, are yeah, you, you are you work? doing a bit? Yeah, you, or, we're not filming you. And, and he was just like, no, no. If I was homeless, like, I would totally, you know, the porch is facing north, and you get the sun, and That's I'm just great. like, wow, you. Jeff is turning into work. <laughs> That's kind of scary. Uh, well, that's cool. Well, hopefully, that scene will make it too. Yeah, I think it's a good it's kind a of fun, it's, it's kind scene. of an opening, just showing yeah. that they're you know on the thing, yeah. and then and then the, of course that would end with them arriving, and um, you know that scene is kind of um, it kind of like stands for everything that I love about filming the guild, you know. Um, yeah, disregard all the people that Vork's going to run over. <laughs> that was a scary scene. Because I'm in it, too. Yeah, you I was are. in it initially, and then you jumped in to do a close-up um, of, of almost getting Yeah, that, that's like my cameo. <laughs> you're like, you stood... I don't know how you stopped Well, because so I trusted Jeff. I knew I, mean, that. I trust Jeff, too, but I don't trust the Vorkmobile. <laughs> that thing can be so You rare. know what? I'll tell you what. I had to drive the Vorkmobile... Did I drive it home that night? No, I drove it home. Maybe I did. I can't remember what night I drove it home. But when we were done with Long Beach, I ended up driving it home. And had I um, had I driven it prior to that scene, I wouldn't have sat there that long because that thing can't. It doesn't break for. <laughs> but I look at it and knew it was gonna be bad. But I knew he was coming in slow, and I was like, you know, the longer I stay here, the funnier it is. But. But overall, you know what I loved about that scene is we were shooting the interior of Long Beach and then we needed to wait for it to get dark. And then there was a bunch of stuff that had to happen. And then it started getting late. But, you know, it was one of those things like it was right on the on the cutting edge of like, do we go for it or do we just skip the scene? Yeah. 
and Sean really wanted it. And uh, you know, the the shoot, the the convention shoot went really well. So everybody was like in a good mood, and yeah. and everything was just so funny that. And never at any point in the shoot did you get like, all right, um, that's not like you wanted to see what was next. Yeah, yeah. But we tried to dress the exterior um, really quickly, but somehow we wanted to tie it in with the interior. So I came up with this idea that they would be hanging some of the giant con banners. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, because the convention, it's just starting. They get there the night before it's supposed to start. So, of course, they're still prepping. For- yeah, so, so I was like, oh, it would be funny, you know, if... They were like we see people like actually the dressing this stuff, and, yeah. and uh, I said to Sean, like, what if they're hanging it and it catches onto like he just pulls the sign down? Yeah, and Sean was like, oh, that's great, that's great, yeah, yeah do it, do it. So we did it, and it worked, you know, great as he pulled away. I mean, as he pulled in, it just pulled the sign down, it stuck on the roof. Yeah. Then they had to do this the shot where the van drives off. And Sean was like, oh, let's leave the sign on there, yeah. you know, and just have it. So Amish and I tied it on and didn't really think about it. But, um, you know, it was basically ended up like a parachute. So as the thing drives away, it, it pulls <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. And it was just so funny that um, suddenly this banner just became like a character in the story. <laughs> like it just keeps showing up and it i just love that that you could you know just have an idea and throw it out there and it just you know not only you know gets used but then just like almost like yeah it just like rewrites the script because suddenly all these things are added in (laughs) and uh yeah it's just really cool it was a great scene that was fun now it was initially was he supposed to hit the tables and drive right into the where everyone's sitting. Well, I mean, I still why would not do not that? not script. I mean, the script well, that wasn't in the script. The script merely the says all, the, all, of, all the, <laughs> the crew because I, I think there were a few extras, but yeah, there were it was probably Sean and Brian in the in the main tables, the big ones up front, right when he hits them, right. And then it was you. I think myself. Kim is in there too. It's Kim. Yeah, Kim and Brian, I think, are on one side, and then and then uh, yeah, and then it's you and a few extras and myself mm-hmm. on the back tables where he almost. Barely stops. Yeah, no, that's that's just like that's why it's so great to have Sean directing. Is you know, I mean, Felicia lays this amazing rock solid foundation, and then you have all the actors that you know like bring more life to their character. But Sean really has a sense of you know of all the characters and just amplifies everything with these ideas. I mean, that idea came up probably like three o'clock that afternoon they were looking at the space and you know the script just says vork pulls up mm-hmm. and says you know where's the convention yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and th- there's no rhyme or reason to it sean just was like wouldn't it be funny <laughs> you know and then he calls me and says you know like hey come look at this Wh- like what do you think we can do like without damaging the van because yeah. it's borrowing it without damaging the long beach convention center <laughs> you know and killing anybody, like, what can we do? I think it would just be so funny if he just pulls right in. And and, and we go. just go for it. And it's, I don't know. It was a fun scene. <laughs> we did it, like, three or four times before you jumped in and did the close-up of <laughs> the bystander getting caught in headlights. <laughs> the deer in the headlights. That's it, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that all cuts together because it's going to be pretty funny. Okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the parking garage. Which they don't know it's a parking garage, but... The conversation when the guys are in the van talking to Rachel. 
Yeah, I mean, so it goes with Rachel, and Rachel's crazy. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what. Her, oh, when she runs in front of yeah, I don't know what her, right there. Yeah. But instead of like hopping in or like she's like follow me and then just goes books at like ninety miles an hour <laughs> and they follow her. It's just really weird. It's, you know. it's a, yeah. But she she takes them to the parking garage of the hotel, and um, we. You know, we can talk about that on other episodes, but we like we bounced around. Like it's not one hotel; it's like yeah. four different right. hotels. You know, <laughs> yeah. um, and the parking garage is not a parking garage; it's a like a shooting stage downtown that just kind of looks oh. like a parking garage. So we went and shot a day down there. We did all the that's actually where we did the process shots for. The interior driving when we're like mm-hmm. looking yeah, back yeah, at, when you're, when you're at Codex and yeah. everybody, and we're just yeah. rocking the van, you nice. know. <laughs> um, and then we did like all the exteriors of, you know, when they find out that they don't have a room, a room, yeah. and and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. actually, that's true. I guess it's never really specified, but maybe it's the parking garage of the convention center because it wouldn't be of the hotel because they don't have a hotel. Yeah. So, but they're in the local parking garage yeah. and. Um, you know, one of the craziest things on that day was the um, exploding luggage. You know, uh, Vork opens up the back of the van and all their luggage, you know, <laughs> piles out. And um, now, is luggage part of your? It's prop, right? Yeah, that's I mean, prop. It's all your yeah. domain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some of it was my luggage, my personal <laughs> luggage. Not the pink stuff. No, not the pink stuff. The purple stuff, though, for purple, sure. Of course, yes. of course. <laughs> No, the pink stuff was was given to us by a luggage company, okay. and that was all tanks. And yeah, and you know that was one of the crazy art department things that, um, not unlike the eight bit baby boxes last year, you know, I wanted it just like, you know, Vork has a garbage bag with a, I don't know what he has in it because he <laughs> he always wears the same clothes, you know. I mean, so maybe he has like some socks or yeah. something, but, um, you know, and and. and Codex has like a regular thing of luggage, but I wanted it to be for Tink that she just had, you know, yeah. fifty things. Of- so we had we had a lot of luggage, like more than any one person should have for her. <laughs> but I wanted it to look like more. So what we kept doing is every time the camera changed angles, we would take that luggage and restack it mm. in a different way, so that hopefully in the cut it just looks like everywhere it's in the room is her luggage. Yeah, and I wanted the same thing when the doors open. We just took all the luggage and tried to like. You know, put it in there like it was hers, and the idea originally was that um, Vork would open the door, and I was going to push the luggage out, and then it just kind of evolved into the fact that um, uh, Vince Blades would actually push it out and then come through like his entrance like he couldn't be bothered to go through the front (laughs) which is pretty funny but we put bird cages in there you know like the squaw cages and we tried to have a bunch of different you know character stuff but but trying to reset that and have it all precariously balanced and that was pretty crazy that's awesome cool Hey guys, I'm here with Sandeep, and we're going to be discussing episode one. Let's first start with uh, the crazy Vorkmobile crashing into the crowd. Right. I think that was a very Sean Becker moment, wasn't it? Like, that was a... There's there's certain sort of... Generally, the bigger visual gags are, like, all Becker. 
Uh, and I think that was his. I think it was his call to have it all kind of crashing like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, it seemed if, it, if it's not, it's very. It felt very Sean Becker. It's, or if it wasn't Becker, then it was Felicia knowing that Sean Becker was going to want to do that anyway and writing that in, nice. which I think is kind of fun that we all have this sort of like back and forth. Like I notice a lot of lines that I, you know. I can tell that Felicia gets where I improv now, and so she's she like writes lines that are yeah, kind of writes writes the improv for me almost. Um, so I mean that was a real, I mean I, I, I you know obviously I haven't seen the cut yet, but I think that uh, what, I, what we we all raced over after we shot it <coughs> to see what it looked like on the on playback, and yeah. it, it looked really I mean, we were all dying laughing. Yeah. Now, what was it like being inside? Because I was one of the extras sitting at one of the yeah. tables as Vork came zooming at me. Uh, I can't imagine it was scarier than being outside I mean because you're inside this giant tr- van so you're fine yeah. <laughs> you know going two miles an hour yeah. the worst is going to happen is it's going to hit the building and stop because uh, it, it really wasn't going very fast but for someone like you or uh, Becker and Lion and, and a whole bunch of other folks who are like out there like you guys could have had your toes run over <laughs> which is when, not- when you guys were chasing poor uh, Rachel or yeah. Haley <laughs> yeah Haley's so funny man she's just like she, I couldn't believe her speed. I, I, I was never worried about her getting hit either because she was running so damn fast. Yeah, but if she fell... Yeah, we were so far ahead. Uh, it looked different because it looked like you guys were flying down that pier. No, she, even, if she, even if she ate it, I don't think that it would have... We would have been able to break in time. I mean, then again, I don't know if I trust Jeff's reaction time, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> he's pretty funny when he's driving that thing. He acts a lot like Vork. Yeah. Would. What do you think of the Vorkmobile 2.0? Well, it's definitely better than one point. I mean, I didn't have a ton of time in the, the first one. Yeah. Um, but I, I just know that, that it stalled out all the time. So at least this, it, it didn't stall out. Yeah. At least I was sitting in the front. I mean, I felt bad for, like, Amy and Vince and stuff when we shot later scenes and sitting uh, in the back there. It was, yeah. looked pretty pretty brutal. <laughs> looked like it was very car sickness-inducing. <laughs> nice, nice. Now, we also have uh, the scene where you guys are being shown to your one room. Right. Uh, I'm trying. To, that was a while ago. Um, it was. I don't remember anything. I'm trying to think of what was special about that scene. Yeah, it was done in the K Town Hotel that one of our interns, Jeannie, uh, she hooked us up with. That was cool. Um, the hotel. That was. That was probably the toughest part of the shoot in a lot of ways. It's really tough to shoot in such a tiny space. What people don't maybe realize is that when you're shooting. It's always much easier to make the space look smaller than it is bigger. So when you're shooting in a space, uh, that when, you, when, you, when you want to shoot inside something that, that is supposed to be a hotel room sized, you tend to want to shoot in something that's about twice or size, ideally yeah. three times or even bigger the, the, the size of that because you can always make the space look smaller. Yeah. Uh, but when you're in a small space, you're dealing with a whole bunch of lights, a whole bunch of crew, all these, you know, yeah. all this junk in there. And it just really gets super hot, and it, you know, I think it's, uh, there was some, uh, you know, people just get edgy and snappy, and yeah. it's you know, it was a rough day. in general, we're a very happy, uh, go lucky crew and, and cast, but those those were those are rough three days, really. We shot in there, yeah. um, just being cramped, but you know, I think it's gonna come together. I hope it comes together. There's a lot of funny stuff, and um, yeah, but if you're shooting in a hotel room. Don't shoot in this sounds. That's why people. That's why they have these sound stages that are bigger and yeah. more spacious. And yeah. just so you, you just gotta work. You need room to work. Yeah. Great. I'm here with Robin. Hello. Hello. And we're gonna be discussing episode one. Okay. 
This is when the guild is shown to their room. Yes. Um, how'd that go? Uh, I thought it went well. I mean, uh, so I know it's a quick there was shot. no dialogue for me, so yeah. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. <laughs> uh, nice. uh, yeah, it was fun. Um, now, I was asking other cast members this. Uh, this season, it seems like there's a lot of you guys all together Which more often. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, is that better? Oh I mean, my gosh, I think it's it's uh, it's a lot more fun to do, and it's way it's a lot better to actually act in front of you know mm-hmm. a person instead Rather of a computer, a computer once again. Yeah. You know, so it's and it's it's something new and. It puts a little bit more pressure, I think, on uh, everyone just because you don't want to mess up yeah. in front of, you know, the entire <coughs> cast and the crew. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's a lot of fun. It's super fun. Cool. All I'm right. going to say fun one more time, okay? Yeah, one more. All right, fun. All right. Okay. Thank you for chatting. Oh, no problem. Hey, guys. I'm here with producer Ken Evie, and we're here to discuss episode one of season five. Can you believe it? Season five. Season five. I know. What the hell? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> I feel like we just did season four. I know. I know. I really did. And I started getting, like, losing track of which yeah. season was which. I yeah. was like, wait, season three? No, wait. What did <laughs> yeah. we just do? Yeah. Wait, Fox yeah, I, was what? I, I, for some reason, I remember three a lot more than four. I did, too. And then now we did yeah. five. And I'm like, okay, I, I think back, like, with, you know, with uh, the Acts of Anarchy. And I'm thinking, okay, what was that four? No, that was three. I know. Four was Cheesy Beards. Yes, so four was, was Cheesy, cheesy Beards and... And her and the, dating Fox. Yes, and, and the mom. The guild the, hall and the mom. Yes. yes but, I think that's why. I think that's because when Felicia did season four, she went back to the structure of two, which was a little bit more like these small storylines mm-hmm. that kind of went over arcs of like two or three or four episodes, and mm-hmm. then they kind of all intersected. Yeah. And then season three was more like the story was this other guild. So yeah. it's just like... Yeah, it was just so of, big yeah. and grand. And yeah. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think when Felicia brought you? Obviously, we we're only talking about episode one today. Yes. But what did you think when Felicia brought you the script for five? Well, you know, she... Obviously, we knew where we were going because of where season four ended. Yes, yeah. So it wasn't a surprise that we were going to do a convention. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I was... As opposed to being kind of freaked out about it, I was like, oh, thank God she set half of it, you know, in, like, places, yeah. you know, that don't they're, necessarily... Yeah. They're not need. recognizable. They can be duplicated anywhere. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, my God, I have to figure out how we're going to all travel to, <laughs> you know, yeah. Atlanta to be at or Dragon Con or something. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So I was excited. Very and, cool. you know, it was just really... I don't know. It's you know, it speaks a lot to sort of how far I've come as a producer that I was pretty excited about. Like, okay, we're going to figure this out and we're going to do it. Whereas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really you panic. Know. You're just like, okay, give it to me and yeah, let's, let's like, work let's, it. Let's you know, make it work. Yeah. Now, is so. that because you've had such challenges past seasons? Do you feel like, well, she can't throw anything else at me that I can't <laughs> handle, I can do, you know? I think it's because the success of the show and Felicia's um, fame has grown sort of commiserately with how big she's getting the season. So mm-hmm. even though we still have to go out and farm out favors, like every season that hasn't changed, yeah. you know? But so I just feel like, you know, and poor Felicia, it's just like, hey, will you... Uh, do a fundraiser if yeah. you know, like, get this person to donate this hall for yeah, me. Yeah. You know, so a lot of it's it's a lot of her time that gets sort of yeah. <laughs> negotiated. Yeah. But I think that's why it's like I feel like okay, there's nothing that we can't ask for that we can't find some way of doing it. Yeah. You know, at our internet 
yeah. you know, budget, yeah. and it's going to take finagling, but at the same time, you know, the show is well-known enough, and... Yeah, I mean, we progressively get more well-known, and there's more opportunities, more people are willing to help out. Yeah, so, yeah. like, the idea that, you know... Well, I guess I'll talk about all that later. Yeah, because <laughs> can't be, yeah, can't get too specific yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, so I heard that there were hardly any script notes when you first saw the script. Is that true? That is true, yeah. When, um, you, you know... Because you Sean, I guess, pretty much very little notes. Yeah, script. because in season four, she struggled with the structure of it. I remember, because that changed significantly from our table read to the yes. actual episode. Yes, and then, like, specifically the restaurant scene mm-hmm. with um, Fox. Like, that got rewritten, I would say, five or six times. And yeah. it was like, Fox wasn't in it, and first it was like a double date. You know, I mean, it yeah. just, you know, and the, yeah, it was really, really, really different. And so... Um, this year, and also, you know, that was happening during a time where she hadn't really gotten a break. And so, you know, it was just a difficult creative process for her. Mm-hmm. Whereas this year, she actually wrote this. She was supposed to be on vacation, but she wrote the script. But I think she needed to just kind of go, yeah. <laughs> you know, be in a place where it's like, you know, there's not as much pressure. And so she basically just wrote the script. And, and just focused and got it done. Yeah. You know. And it turned out great. Yeah, it was great. I mean, you know, the notes were like, here's a funny line that we yeah, yeah, have, yeah. but yeah. overall... But that's normal. I mean, tweaking things as we go. Yeah. You know, type of thing. Yeah, but, but... no huge structure changes. No, no. And all the storylines, you know, were already there and in place and yeah. made sense. And yeah, so it was pretty amazing. Cool. Say. <laughs> nice. Let's go ahead and talk about the first episode. The first episode is pretty much just a road trip. Mm-hmm. Um... Now, were you thinking, how are we going to do this? How are we going to film inside? Well, first, first of all, the Vork van is gone. <laughs> we got rid of that back in season three, or it died. I don't know if we officially got rid of it, but it never survived. Yeah, because we had actually uh, purchased that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the idea was we were going to purchase it and then sell it again at the end, and then it was not resellable, basically. <laughs> yeah. So we ended up donating it because nobody had the room or the will to keep it like in our driveways. Or, yeah, yeah. So eventually it had to go away and then we had to find it again. So um, Sean Becker uh, was driving around his neighborhood and he... And I've actually seen... Because Sean and I live kind of close and so I've seen this van. I'm like, oh my God, it's a fork van. How is that possible? I still think that's crazy. Yeah. So I'd seen it a couple times and then Sean said, you know... It's around the corner from me. So I was like, all right, go leave a note on it and say that we need it. And, <laughs> like, ask, you know, if we can use it. Yeah. And Kyle, uh, the owner, said yes. You know, he, um, yeah, he needed some help. Like, I think he wanted to re-register it. And, but, you know, and the thing is, it's it's his family's van. They, they're sort of, I guess, they've spent, like, many summers traveling in it. So uh-huh. he was, you know... Uh, I think, I mean, I didn't talk to him about it, but I know he it was just like, you can use it, but you know, it is the, still... It's still sentimental to him. Yeah. 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 So... So he, he was on loan from us. We don't own it. So we're going to give it back to him when it's done. Exactly. And okay. it, is, it is his again, and everything worked out fine. I didn't yeah. know. So, of course, <laughs> in the scene where they drive up... I know. Yeah. Like, it's the last thing that we shot. The very I remember. last thing. I'm in that scene. Yes. Yeah, yes, I'm I am too. T- That's right. Yes. You're actually more deadly because you're one of the front tables. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> and I come out and they're like, here's what's happening. And we're sitting at these tables. And I was like, what? You guys? I'm like, wait. 
don't. Okay, first of all, don't kill anybody because you're gonna you're about to drive a van into a crowd like, of extras. A crowd of extras, yeah. and they were like, "Well, if you sit there, then you're the producer. Then everybody will feel safe." <laughs> like, wait, wait, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> but then, of course, my biggest concern was this: don't dent Kyle's van. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, but. Um, you know, they assured me that they had put the tables, they had measured it out and put it exactly, you know, in a place and he wasn't going to like hit it with an impact. Yeah. He was just going to kind it of... It looks worse than it actually... Yeah. And of course with you know. the with the sound effects yeah. they made and the screaming yes, and, and the scraping and, and the... Yeah. Because yeah. it didn't actually... It didn't do, I mean, it was scary. Believe me. Well, you were there too. I mean, sitting and being Jeff behind the wheel of this van, you have no <laughs> idea it's going to go out of control. And, you know, it was, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's fun because we did so many different takes, and yeah. we had that van come at us so many different times. Yes, but only really the one time with the tape. I mean, I feel like they did it without the tables a few yes, times they, because yeah, yeah. you guys were just at the back. We were at the very last tables, yes. and yes. then the very last take, they got the idea: let's set up these fake tables. And, and Greg, actually Greg had crash. to do his cameo. Yes, yes, and he's the one. That's, he's the one. At the very last minute. Jumps up really quick. Yes, that's Greg Aronowitz, yeah, our uh, production designer extraordinaire. Yeah. So, yeah. and he also he may have another little cameo in Who this. Knows? You may may see if you can. Yeah, spot Greg in them. Where's Greg? I'm all through this up off this series. This because I need so many extras. I'm always <laughs> doing. I'm, I'm at. I'm I'm in various places. Yeah, don't look too close <laughs> yeah. at the extras in every scene. We're actually that's no, that's we maybe... actually got a lot of extras. We have we did. We yeah, got. I mean, we, got... we can't say how many. We can't say what the scenes were. But yeah, for episode one, there were no extras. But yes. yeah, we did definitely. But yeah, we needed a lot too. Yeah. So so yeah. Um, so how difficult was it shooting inside the van? Now, this van, this van is moving as you guys are shooting? Yes. There was no one else on the outside shaking it? There there was actually... Um, oh, there was. Okay. It was a combination of okay. yeah, them being on the street and then them, you know, we... Yeah, we actually did have... And I can't remember which shots, but we had the whole thing the way they do it. We had somebody on the back, like, jumping up and down and making it go. And That's then we funny. had, um, you know, one of the genie guys with a branch, like clearing the light so that you can really? see the shadows well, in funny. the van looking yeah. like they were driving yeah. past stuff, which is cool. That so, is cool. Yeah, and then they did a bit of um, a little bit of driving, which I'm not going to talk about too much. Well, I do want to throw in that the people in the cars behind work, one is Teal. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and it, Greg. Yes. Is Jeep. Uh, yes, yeah. Greg Aronowitz. Now, were you there that I was not there that okay. day, no, no. All right, yes, that was um, a pickup day. We had we had quite a few pickup days, yeah. just little things here and there. In fact, honestly, we still have one to do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, and I think Sean at that point, Sean gets sick every year. Like, he gets done with the shoot because yeah. the guy doesn't sleep and he's so focused. And yep. then he just crashes and burns for like, you know, three days he gets extremely sick so this was i think this year it waited like a week and then he got extremely sick so he was out you know doing this and he was very ill yeah poor thing yeah um well i know because i was talking to two i had dinner with her recently and we're like oh too bad they couldn't do like a close-up of her could have been so perfect to have poor venom stuck behind Vorkmobile (laughs) because they have their you know they've had confrontations prior in season three that's true so it would have been been so funny just to do a really quick shot of Till just like oh my god you know the odds of oh god venom being stuck behind Vork would have been been hilarious really really funny yeah but I know it was a last minute kind of you know like you said there were so many pickups that had to be done and 
you know, it just, they needed this scene and they needed it quick. Yeah. You know. So everybody, yeah, they went out one morning and yeah. just kind of got it Shot in it the valley. And, and, yep. <laughs> and that was it. And that's yep. what you see on screen. Yep. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about? This is really pretty much a self-contained little episode. Yeah. I mean, I think Sean can speak more to the actual shooting. shooting because, the- yeah, the, the van, as you can see, was actually crammed full of people and stuff. So when people weren't in the van, it was taken over by the crew. So yeah. I wasn't actually even in the van. Yeah, ever. yeah, because yeah, there was no room. Fit. All <laughs> yeah. those people, cameraman and an audio person. Yeah, and Sean. Yeah, so and, yeah and director. Yeah. yeah, so Sean. Chris, and luggage. Sean, luggage. Lots of luggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say Sean twice because I'm crazy. It's Sean Oakley, our sound guy, yes. and Sean Becker. <laughs> um, uh, how did we find Rachel? We found Rachel. Who plays... Haley in uh, the show. I don't think her name's mentioned yet, but uh, yeah. Well, her name is Haley, and she plays. I'm Rachel. sorry. <laughs> See, I get it mixed up. Yes. So yes. yeah, she auditioned. Okay. And she was yet another one of those that was just phenomenal. I mean, she came in and just had us in stitches, yeah. and she had just the perfect amount, uh, you know, the the perfect balance of being so funny and so upset yeah, and yeah, so yeah. you know. She's. Perfect. Yeah, and her her voice is she's so perky and oh my god, she's that way in real life. Yes, yeah. she's adorable. I yeah. mean, I think that she works all the time, yeah. and I think she's gonna continue to work yeah. all the all the all the time because yeah. she's so talented. And yeah. I mean, you know, it's that's another one of those. We we were lucky this season to work with so many people, and but Haley is one of them where you're just like, oh my god, I'm so glad we got her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So very very cool. Yeah. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for episode one. Yay! Thanks, Kenny. Hey guys, I'm here with Jeff, and we're going to be discussing episode one. So I was actually part of this uh, scene. This is where the the team arrives at the con, right? And uh, with the, the Vorkmobile 2.0. Yes. And uh, you try to kill us all. Yes, I don't try to. I'm just trying to park in a respectable manner, and I, uh, I tried. In the middle of a seating area. Yes, uh, I just, I just was driving up to where happened to be some seats. I tried to make it between the two tables, but um, I didn't do it, and smashed through those, and then hit a a trash can. As, uh, as a little callback to a previous season where I hit like three trash cans in a row. Yeah. And um, it was pretty fun. It was a little scary. because there were human beings around. Yes, we had, there were extras. Yeah, there were extras, and also the people in the car. So, But um, it was good. I had my foot on the brake the whole time, and uh, they said I did a good job. You had the best look on your face, oh, yeah. though. I know. I was so intent. Like, <laughs> uh, I, 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 like even though I'm smashing these things, my look is like, I'm very focused. It, yeah, it didn't change. Yeah, guys. yeah. Even when you're speaking <laughs> yeah. at Right at, right at you guys. That's right. That was great. It was that a, was fun. It was a fun thing. Yeah. Now, what do you think of the Vork uh, Mobile? It's point? nice. It's got it's a, a little bit bigger. It's a little bigger, a little roomier. It's got a, it's a, I don't know if it's more room, but it's got a table, which is uh, kind of interesting. A table with booths, mm-hmm. and uh, like a sink and a refrigerator. Yeah, and it water seems like it's not as much room, but maybe all that stuff taken out. Would seem like more room, but it it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's a good look. It's pretty incredible that they have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's two of those out there. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Yeah, this one is a little more. Uh, the other one was a deathmobile. This one's a little bit more drivable and feels a little bit more. Even though it died out a couple times too. It did. Yeah, yeah. we joked about that. Yeah. But uh, but hey, it wasn't too bad. What are you gonna do? Yeah, and then uh, another thing I want to talk about is the scene where you're running down poor Rachel. 
Yes. You were flying, and she was running in front of that car. I know. I was scared. I, again, I mean, what did that feel like? I mean, the tough part is that I, when I'm the, initially, when you go from a brake to a gas with that kind of car, you're, it's almost impossible not to, not to, uh, um, really push hard. Yeah. Uh, because it's, I, mean, I have a Honda Civic, I'm not used to it, so I kind yeah. of uh, gunned it's a big it. Big car, yeah, yeah. It's a big car, and you have to hit the gas. And you kind of accidentally move. gunned it, and yeah. so that was my first scary thing. Is the first I gunned it, and she's and I moved on over right at the beginning. Yeah. But once I got uh, pretty good speed, I was kind of following her. It was a little scary. Yeah. Because I was trying to follow her, but at the same time, not too closely to yeah. where if yeah, uh, she, she stopped. Yeah, yeah. She fell. Yeah. But what's funny is, you know, they would yell cut and you guys would just continue to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys couldn't hear it. And she's yeah, yeah, running. and she's still running. Halfway, halfway down People the had yelled her, stop, you can stop now. But she's, yeah. she did a good job. She's funny. That was a, that was a fun scene. Yeah. And uh, the other scene for episode one was when you were showing your room. Yes. Um, and I know that was a quick scene. Yeah. But uh, anything... Talk about that one. It was funny. I mean, I'm, I get to everybody uh, as usual gets their in their characters' uh, luggage, and I, of course, had the uh, a garbage bag full of clothes, which is exactly I've just watched Ron Jeremy's documentary, and he also carries garbage bags full of clothes when he travels, and he's a real person. And he really <laughs> does. He really does seriously travel that way. He's that cheap, and um, but I had my garbage bag full of clothes, and you know, Tink had her her little. Uh, expensive pink, yeah. pink and polka dotted uh, stuff, and it was it was pretty funny. And she yeah. had a bunch of it, so it was pretty funny to see all of our characters. Yeah. Various yeah. luggage. Did it go fairly smooth carrying all those luggage to the room? It went okay. Yeah, we sort of had to. It took a little while. We had to pile in quickly into the room, and yet we had all this luggage. So uh, we figured it out, though. Cool. It was good. Great. Let's first talk about the uh, the whole car scene. This was done in like a parking lot. Yeah, we. Um, thank you. We drove around uh, to make it look like uh, it was a road trip kind of thing, and uh, it was pretty funny. I drove the whole th- whole time, uh, which was You're nice. Really I'm really driving. <clears throat> no joke. I I um this I don't know if this is to be revealed, but this is a much safer vehicle than the previous one. Yes. Than Vork Vehicle One. Vork 2.0. It's a little safer. It doesn't die out. Yeah. <laughs> and um and um. They had me just basically take my foot off the gas and just coast. And I did a little bit of gas. It helps to look at real. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, every, I think we turned out everything was pretty safe. I mean, we had to... You we guys were all crammed in that little van. Yeah. With, with, with Sean and yeah. camera and audio. There was a camera mount on, on the right or the left. And then Chris Darnell or somebody was inside. And... Um, yeah, we just, you know, we were we weren't probably weren't supposed to be driving around there. We probably could have gotten pulled over. But um, it was fun. It took a little while, you know, because you drop a line. You get to the end of the road. you got to turn around and start over again. Yeah. And so it was, it was a lot of driving, but uh, it was good. It was fun. Very good. Sorry. <laughs> and you did. Yes, thank you. Um, and so now there's a scene where you guys all pile out of the van? Yes, I guess uh, there's... The area, there's this parking garage that doubled, or a, the studio that doubled as a parking garage, and we just sort of all pile out, and they had a stunt where all the stuff just fell out, was pushed out, and I had to sort of back off and let everything fall out, and then trying to bring, put all the suitcases together, and um, that's what she tells us, that um, there's no rooms for us, and so we get really upset. And um, I say, Mama. <laughs> and uh, but it was fun, uh, you know. Uh, 
just kind of, you know, it was fun because Amy and Robin and I kind of had to, you know, take up time and mime while there was a conversation happening in the foreground. So, was, you know, occasionally Robin and I would laugh at each other because we're, <laughs> we're trying to, we're moving to get from here A to B and then back from B to A and A to B to B to A, just try to use up time. Yeah. We're moving the same things back and forth. Nice. But it was fun. Nice. Hey, Gildies, I'm here with Sean Becker. We're here discussing episode one of season five. We're back. Hey, it's been uh, it's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while, even though it doesn't feel like it. I'm having flashbacks to doing this on set. <laughs> yes. Um, so let's jump right into it. Season episode one was pretty much the road trip. Yes. So it's all shot in a van. Mm-hmm. Vork's van. Vork's van. Um, now I've already gotten stories about how we got that van. So. It's right, it's around the corner from oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The guy. Yeah, I know you're the one that found it. Yeah, or drove Literally, by it all. The time. I just drove by. Well, I had driven by, and you may have heard this part, and I apologize if I'm repeating what other people said, but like, I had seen it a long. Like, like when we were filming season three, like after that, I had driven by and just kind of kept it in my head. Like, yeah. hey, if we ever needed the Vork van again, like there's one right there. And sure enough, I read it and like, okay, they're driving in another van. Yeah, and I'm like, I get, and it's funny because. If you compare the the two vans, the, the new Vork van's got a spoiler. Yeah. And um, we got lucky because the inside of this van um, is built like an RV, Much like, like a camper, than... whereas in season three, it was literally just a couch in the back seat. Yeah. So we got some room to get in there with the cameras and actually space everyone out, and it, it was roomy, and it, it couldn't have worked out better, and the guy... Who let us borrow? There's no hassle there, and we were able to grab it for a pickup day where we got some driving shots. Yeah, just right, right over here, actually. Uh, yes, that's behind. What I uh, thought you were, That's what I thought the, yeah. the road was. Yeah, and um, so how difficult is it to shoot in the van? Because you have six main characters. I'm assuming you're in there. Yeah. Well, what we did with the van is there are there's. The front seat where we see Zabu and Vork yeah. and Tink and Blades, and we're obviously driving because you can see out the window and see that we're driving. And then when we look into the van, um, that's when we're back toward uh, Clara and Codex, yet we still see a little bit of Blades and Tink. And so what we wanted to do is we – like I've shot in cars and vans, and it is just miserable. Yeah. And it is – there, there, there was two things I, I didn't want to do. I, I did not want to dr- film the whole thing in the van driving, and I didn't want to do a green screen for the side windows because you need a pretty big stage. And yeah. I've always just found it to look cheesy. I've always loved the the look of actually driving around. Yeah. So what we did is we got to our location, and it was me, uh, Chris Darnell. I believe we had an assistant camera person with us. We had a script supervisor and sound. We were all in the back of that van with Amy, Vince, Sandeep, and Jeff in the front seat. Okay. And so we are driving around the neighborhood. We have no set path. <laughs> well, we did at first. We got a designated area where we were told, hey, you should go here. This is a good area. We got there. There's all these freight trucks coming in because it was a morning and yeah. there was potholes everywhere and it was miserable. And, you know, when we shoot this show, we're shooting eight to ten pages a day. Yeah. So we're... We're, we don't have time to go around looking for a space, so it obviously became like, all right, let's just drive around, and everyone was like, okay, let's do it. So we just drove uh, and just filmed, and we had one camera on the side window, and Chris Darnell was in the back with the second camera, and we just drove and just picked up line by line whatever we could get and then pieced it all together later. But Jeff was – it was so funny because Jeff was like reckless. Like, like we would just be on a main street like under the lip of a bridge, and he would just – pull a U-turn in the middle of it with all of us. But we didn't know he was going to hit the brakes the very first time. And literally, me, the supervisor, um, 
and uh, the grip was we all went flying forward to the back, <laughs> and, and the table that that codex is on, like in yeah. that table, it was all right. Now we had to secure ourselves down yeah. and everything, and and yeah, I mean, it was it was. It was uh, an experience, I guess, and I'm glad everyone wasn't there because it was, you know, we're just driving around and yeah. So we filmed that part, and then when we got back, we filmed the the, the back seat part. Uh, so we just simulated out the windows, um, like traffic. First thing we had those curtains up, so we were able to hide it. Yeah, and then just rocked the car a little bit, and then in post added the sound. And I personally think it's flawless. Like, no, I, I had no tell. idea that half of it's moving and half of it's not yeah. Moving. Well, you know what the key was was. Uh, having Vince and Amy be in both parts. Mm, yes. Because if it had been where we just see Codex only yeah. in the backseat stuff and those characters, but since there are shots where Amy would turn toward Codex and then she'd turn around toward Vork and we would cut yeah, to yeah, the outdoor yeah. footage, that was kind of the a key to yeah. fusing those two scenes together. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, no, it was fun. I mean, the one thing I do like about this season is that in past seasons... We usually always build the finale where we see everyone together, and even though in season three they were all together at the GameStop, like yeah. we're gonna be with them all throughout this season, which yeah. is which is a lot of fun. Yeah. And so it's cool to see them in this environment. It does definitely has a different feel from past seasons. Definitely, definitely feels completely different. Yeah, and you were saying that this is your favorite episode so far? Uh, of the of, of the, the one that... of the one that I've edited so far, <laughs> yes, yes, this is my favorite one. No, I've uh, right now as we're speaking, well, as we're speaking, uh, one is completely done and and ready. Uh, two, uh, I have one more pass to do on that, but that one's looking really good. And then three, still uh, with the editors right now, so that'll be the next one I'll yeah. tackle. Actually, um, as we speak, Comic Con's approaching, so our goal is to get episodes two and three done before Comic Con. So I'm literally. Just working nonstop from now until Wednesday to yeah. get because uh, our goal is to get two done and shipped by Tuesday, which we're on track for, and then three just at least done and then sent out to sound. So when we come back from Comic Con, we just have to do um, final color, yeah. and then I have to check the final sound. Then we can ship that on Tuesday, and then we're we're back on track. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a lot, but it, it's been fun to, to dive in and, and look at the episodes and. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, now what? Now obviously we can't get too into it because this is only the first episode. But what did you think of the script when you first read it? It was great. I mean, I think with Felicia, this was, and I could be wrong. She probably will elaborate on this. I want to say she only did two drafts of the script. Yeah, I heard it was really quick. It was something like that because it kind of flowed. Because the, here, here's. What I've kind of noticed is as we did seasons one through four, it was kind of like, what else can we do in this space? Like, how else can these people talk to each other yeah. from behind their computers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just feels like, and I don't know, she'll probably um, mention this if she feels that way, but I feel like it was more refreshing for her because she didn't have any questions or, or like ask like what do you like she seemed to really know what was going to happen this season and yeah. i remember reading it the first time i was like this is the guild movie like if there ever was to be one this is it you yeah know? yeah um and so yeah i absolutely loved it. i was really excited because as i read the script i already start thinking even if it's like first draft it's like how would we shoot this how are we yeah. gonna shoot and some you didn't stuff think any like oh my god how are we gonna shoot this i you know we're about the point now where i don't think <laughs> kim said the exact same thing yeah we're yeah, like, yes yeah. in, in previous seasons i guess we'll just you know cross that bridge when we get there and figure it out then yeah but no we're at a point now especially after what we you know there's some stuff that we do this season that's a lot of fun that at yeah. first I did think that but I was up to the challenge I wasn't um, dreading it or worrying yeah, yeah, about yeah. it um, it was like well we'll figure it out yeah. And, yeah and that was kind of the attitude we had to approach because we didn't have the luxury of like 
we're still shooting the same amount of pages, but before it was in a familiar area or, you know, we're in a room where someone's on the computer, so there's not a lot of coverage here, you know, we have to get coverage on six people. Yeah. For pages of dialogue at a time, yeah. and so we don't, and we don't want to keep it boring. So I don't want to just cut back and forth and back yeah. and forth. It's like we want one person on this couch and one person on this side of the room yeah. and one person, uh, like, so that we're yeah. covering all these different angles at once. So that was a big challenge, um, just to organize that. But uh, I was really excited about it, and and yeah, no, I just think Fully Short a great script. Awesome. Um, I think that's it for episode one. Cool. It's pretty much a self-contained little road trip. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for chatting with me. Hey, guys. This is Kenny. I'm here with Haley Holmes. She plays a newcomer to the guild. She plays Rachel. She is... What would your uh, position be at the con? I would say I'm a volunteer slash, you know, really high on the pole of volunteers. I have taken it under my wing and yeah. decided that I'm kind of running the con, nice. in essence. Yeah. <laughs> now, how did you hear about this whole experience of uh, becoming part of the guild? Well, I've been a fan of the show, and I started watching it, and then I saw online that they were holding auditions for it, and so I asked my manager, and she set up an appointment, and then I went in and was able to meet Felicia and everything, and they were great, and I auditioned for it that way, the old-fashioned way. Nice. Now, did you just do one audition again? I just did one audition, but they everybody was in the room. Sean was in the room, Felicia and Kim were all in the room. So, so it was just an instant sure-in. I mean, they didn't want you to come back, or... I, I mean, they videotaped it, so maybe they watched the tape a few times or something. But, yes, it was just an instant, which was good. Yeah. Now, did you try out for Rachel? Was that the character? Yes, yes. I originally went in for Rachel, and that's the one I got. <laughs> now, what did you? Uh, how did you think of the character? How much detail did you get? I got a little breakdown on the character, that she was kind of neurotic, a bit of a character. She goes from high to low in no time flat. And so then when I got the sides, I read them. I thought they were hilarious. And I really wanted to do it and kind of bring this girl to life. And I'm a bit of that personality anyway because I'm very particular and detail-oriented. Mm-hmm. So I like – it's fun to play the extreme, though, where it totally shocks you and you flip out. Yeah. yeah. Now, you are actually one of the few people, one of the few – new additions to the guild who actually made it to the read-through. How was that experience? Oh, the read-through was great. It was so wonderful to meet everybody, and they were also very welcoming, and Felicia was awesome, and she had pizza and everything there to eat, and it was very casual. We even had a little um, chandelier breakage throughout the read-through. It was quite the the event, but it was really fun. Great, great. Now let's discuss your very first scene that you're in is when the guild arrives at the con, and... uh, there's actually I was there for that um, so the first one is when work pulls right up into like the patio area uh, how was that did that it's a pretty epic pull-up. Um, most people would just pull their car in front. He decides to run through tables. But the best is um, Jeff, who plays Fork. His face is just so stone-cold, and just as if he does this every day. <laughs> and it was wonderful, and I love how then they had my character not even act, oh, astonished or anything. Oh, just, I'm there to help and yeah, prepare yeah. them and everything. And Very chipper and yeah. there to the point. And, and then once they arrived, I didn't, I wasn't realizing what was going on or why they were there or that they had a celebrity guest, per yeah. se. And so I went to then go the extra mile for them and in essence had ran down this pier and had this car just following me yes that was scary because i mean they were they were i mean you were running full on (laughs) i was running full speed was actually chasing you it It was like it flew by me it was an extra it it was chasing me i thought wow all that track training in school really paid off (laughs) yeah because you were the fallen I was 
the, I'm a yeah. veganer. It, yeah, because I mean, it felt like it was going really quick. Right, and I, I wasn't sure of the car dynamics, how good the brakes were or anything. Yeah. So I, just, I had to take off, run for my life. Yeah. <laughs> and what's great is that they would yell cut, but you guys don't hear it. Yeah. You just know the, the van is still chasing me. Right, I just know the van still chasing me. So I'm running, and I'm running. And then there were, there were people, pedestrians, just walking on the side, all looking, what's going on? Why is this girl being chased by a car? Because nobody knew what was going on. It was wonderful. Yeah. How many takes did you do for that? Do you remember? I'd say we did about four or five, so I definitely got a good workout that day. I didn't need to go ride the elliptical or anything. Yeah, yeah. Nice. All right, let's discuss, because uh, you actually, you're, you do your job and you find one room, one room for them and you bring them to it. How was that whole uh, experience? I know it's a quick scene. It's a really quick scene, but as the diligent worker that I am, I, I found them a room. Everything else in town was sold out, so we actually filmed it in um, Chinatown in some rinky-dink little yeah. um, inn. And it was funny because as I, I, we were filming and trying to get in, I could not get... They were old, old, old-fashioned keys. I could not get them in and the door to open, so I'm literally slamming my body <laughs> against the door to try and open the room for them. Funny, it's funny. It's funny. Yes, it definitely adds to the scene. You see just the door shake yeah. and shake, and then I finally let them into their little makeshift room. It's, yeah. I'm not sure if I would say the night in, but but they do. Um, yeah. They do. They're troopers. Yeah. Great. Now, how has your experience been working for the guild? Oh, it's, it's been fabulous, actually. Everyone's really great, welcoming. Everyone loves to be here. They're fun. It's fun to hang out on set. We're all playing Words with Friends, which mm-hmm. is a popular game now. So um, that's cool. Yeah. Getting smart, enhancing my vocabulary, or at least trying to. <laughs> Hey, Gillies, I'm here with the one and only Felicia Day, and we're here to discuss Season 5, Episode 1. Can you believe it? We're on Season 5 already. I can't believe it. Yeah, no, I feel like we should have had some episodes out um, at the beginning of July, but because of our timeline with Dragon Age, we could not mm-hmm. um, release in July. But I think it's really cool because being able to premiere Episode 1 at Comic-Con when we're doing a, uh, you know, a season about going to a con yeah. is kind of cool. So I think it's, it all turned out the That's best. That's great. Now let's let's start at the beginning. How easy was it to write season five? You know, I, I think that I've you've heard enough of me whining about how hard it is that, for writing. I have to say that season five was really a joy to write. I have never actually had a lot of fun writing before, and season five was the, the season I wanted to write instead of a, a season four. You know, I, I it took me a while to come up with the concept there because I really wanted to jump into. This one, um, and I'm really happy with four, but it just took a lot more um, digging in to find a story. Like the, for this one, I had had the story um, pretty much plotted out like for months, mm-hmm. and then I was mm-hmm. really good, and I did the outline before Dragon Age started. And then coming back to it, going away from the guild, and then coming back to it was actually the best thing I could have done. I gave my brain a break from the characters, and I came back with really fresh eyes, and I was excited to have words come out of their mouths. So. Right after we wrapped Dragon Age, I went to Hawaii, and I was supposed to have a vacation, but I started writing instead, mm-hmm. and I just happened to write, like, eight, you know, I wrote almost three-fourths of the script just there in Hawaii in, like, five, six days, wow. Wow. And, and it took, like, very little rewriting, to be honest with you, to finish the script, um, so, yeah, I... I'm really excited for people to see it. It's so different from all the other seasons, which each season is kind of, which I like to do. Um, but this one, the scope of it is just so much larger than what we've seen before. And I, I, I'm really excited for people to see yeah. it. Now, when, when, yeah. you, when you write things like this, do you 
do you worry about how you're going to do it? I mean, you, you're at a comic convention. Did you even think, or do you just like, oh, I have a great team. I know they can do it for me. Well, we had discussed, um, you know, my plans for this season for a long time, and we had hoped to get, like, a lot of um, extra product placement and, you know, somebody to donate a lot of stuff. And um, we were hoping to get a big sponsor on board, but that just didn't happen for the show. But what did happen was Kim and the production team, while I was, you know, doing 8 million other things, putting together an awesome, awesome package of people who donated their time. So like the West, you know, we have a, a hotel who donated. Um, we had Long Beach Comic Con, mm-hmm. who happened to be the, the owner of Long Beach Comic Con is the brother of the assistant to one of the producers on Dragon Age. So it was me on set just mentioning, hey, we need a convention. And he's like, my brother wins Long Beach. And he, um, that just, that can be the whole season mm-hmm. for us. So we owe pretty much everything to Long Beach Comic Con and Long Beach Convention Center to really get the scope. Mm-hmm. And then we owe a lot to um, Grant Kimura, who is a friend of ours and uh, or got uh, some of the other locations and, um, yeah, so everything just came together. We had some snafus in between that, <laughs> that Kim had to deal with. But um, I just have to say that I'm so proud of Sean and Kim and Jeff Winkler, who is our line producer, for putting together all these elements to, to make a web budget seem more like a movie budget. Yeah. Because we we had almost the same budget as last season when we shot in my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. This episode's pretty much a road trip episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got and uh, yeah, the road trip episode. So I don't know. I, I I had attended, you know, just for budget's sake. I wanted to take have a couple episodes take place in their houses and then do a couple road trip episodes and then just do half the season at the convention. But like when I started writing, I was like, people, there was too much story to tell at the convention and. I didn't really want to shoot in my house again. And, um, and I wanted to make sure, you know, the road trip aspect of it, just, uh, budget wise, we couldn't really do like stopping along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just happened to be the story was best told just starting in the car and then ending up at the convention. Like, I mean, I'm always trying to write for the cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. So like whenever I tried to mold it in a different way, it just didn't seem to work. Momentum wise, we had to get into the convention by episode three and um, episode two and three. So uh, it just happened to work out really well. And I cut this episode down, you know, a lot. There was a lot more exposition. There was a lot more dialogue. And I uh, just for time's sake, I had to cut all that out. So I think just the funniest stuff and, and, the, and the most important character stuff to set up is in this episode. Definitely. And it definitely sets a different feel to the series. <laughs> Yeah, I really like the way that Chris shot it. You know, it's a lot, it's a lot more documentary style, more handheld, which I've always wanted to do with the show anyway. I always like that kind of more visceral storytelling because like we, we can't compete with TV. We want to look, you know, unique. And I think that more handheld style works a little bit better when you're watching it on a small screen, not like when you're watching Cloverfield and get yeah, sick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's very true. So, yeah, I really like the way that the show feels. And, you know, just seeing everybody together is always a treat. Yeah. How difficult was it shooting inside of the Vorkmobile? It was pretty challenging. Like, actually, everything that Zadwin Vork did is completely separate from what we shot in the back of the van. They went on the road to drive, but we didn't have enough room to put everybody in the van at the same time. So... That's all just uh, editing magic happening there, kind of like when we are at our webcam. We are—they weren't actually talking to mm-hmm. us. 
which is kind of funny. I mean, some of the, they were off camera when we were shooting, but we weren't in the van for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And all the road stuff. Yeah, I think Sean mentioned that having uh, Amy and Vince in there with both groups <laughs> kind of helped. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was nice to be able to pivot around mm-hmm. them because they talk more back and forth between the front and the back of the van, whereas me and Clara are kind of a little bit more separated. Yeah. Very cool. Um, let's go ahead and discuss the arrival at the con. Uh, whose idea was it for Vork to crash into all those people? Oh, my God. That was so not my idea, which I think at the end of the day, it's brilliant. I, it was totally Sean. I was like, what are you guys doing? And he had worked it out with Greg Aronowitz. I was not around for pre-production at all. I was there for rewrites and um, just kind of consultation, but and, and all the, you know, all the creative decisions. Mm-hmm. But um, it was logistical stuff. Like t- Sean came up with the funniest stuff that he and Greg you know, just destroying things, basically. I was like, what is going on? Why are there tables here? He's like, just watch. I was like, no, I need to know if somebody's going to get hurt. Like, this is an insurance thing. I was like, nobody can get hurt. Do you understand that? So if you actually watch it really closely, like, that's all crew members. Yes, it is. I was one of them. Yeah, you were one of them. You the light of fire, Kenny. We were like, Kenny might not sue us. I hope so. It was, you know, the, the, the van was going really slow, but it's still scary watching this thing come at you. You know. Yeah. Do you see the the shot of Tink's face in that van is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. She's completely stone cold, just like doesn't care. <laughs> She's just It's literally and nobody will notice it unless I point it out, but like that little thing makes me laugh so hard. Yeah, that's great. Uh let's see, what else? The other scene that that we shot was when you guys were piling out of the van. Yes. And you you were yeah, flirting with uh uh, Zabu, or trying to at least. A little bit. Yeah, Codex, as you can clearly see, is not good <laughs> at flirting. And then Zabu just is a little bit oblivious. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that was really fun. Um, you know, we originally wanted to pull the van in and have this whole elaborate thing. And, you know, even in editing, we cut out what, a bunch of stuff that we actually shot just to, because, you know, the episode is pretty long for a first episode for us, but. Um, I want to take, thank my friend Wilson Cleveland for arranging for that luggage. <laughs> he actually got that for free for us. Like every single episode has stuff that people have gotten for free for us. And that's the only way we could have done this season. So, um, a big shout out to Wilson, my friend who does leap year TV and other stuff like that. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, we cut, we tried to cut this scene down a little bit because it felt like we were trying to do too much in a web series episode. So we cut it down kind of to the bare bones. There are a couple of jokes and setups with uh, Blades and his uh, fame cut out. But um, you know who I love is um, Haley, who plays Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we auditioned that character, and we saw a lot of really talented actresses. It was a really fun part to write, and everybody But for some reason, she had this kind of quality that was so different from me, and yet kind of was added a new kind of neuroticism to, uh, you know, and I, this is a, you know, this is a character we see again, mm-hmm. I guess that's, I don't know if that's a spoiler or not, but we do yeah. see her again. Um, so, you know, it was really important and she just came in and nailed it and she's so sweet and she was homeschooled by the way. So hopefully you got her interview because we have that in common. Nice. And so I guess the last scene for this, for this episode was you guys being shown to your room. <laughs> yeah. And Zabu opening the window, which is brilliant. The curtain, 
And there's that was oh, Sean's gag because I just wanted to, I was going to have it just end. But you know that's what's cool about Sean. He'll always you know those visual things. He's always every episode has one or two visual Sean things in it that just things I didn't think of that really add to the physicality of everything. And you know doing the comic book with him was really fun because that same dynamic kind of uh, to bled over into the Blade book. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, so it was real. It's so funny. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I think that's it for episode one. It was nice, like a little road trip, and it's kind of nice that they got there so quickly because now the fun begins. Yeah, no, the fun, the craziness. I mean, this season, you just wait until episode six. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. No problem. Thanks for listening, watching, everybody. Well, that's going to do it for our very first companion cast for Season 5. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and don't forget, come back next week for another episode. Take care. Big Brother? No. Survivor? No. The Office? Angela. Then what do we talk about? Gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, and geek stuff. Really? Yes. Cool. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And you need to listen to the Anomaly Podcast, where female and fandom converge. Find us online at AnomalyPodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y Podcast.com. Attention, attention, it's finally here, the first and only podcast dedicated to one of the most groundbreaking television series in history, MASH. Join the hosts of MASH 4077 Podcast, Kenny, Meds, and Al, as they discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. Find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 Podcast or online at www.mash4077.podbean.com. Copyright info, Knights of the Guild has a creative commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works, 3.0, there's a decimal in there, United States license, all rights reserved. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs>